Welcome to the 30 Pause Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Clark. On this podcast, myself and a few guests along the way are here to help you navigate what it's really like riding the roller coaster of emotions through that third decade of life. We're here to laugh at ourselves, live our truth, to inform, be fabulous, darlings. So thank you for joining and hop on the roller coaster of emotions and be sure to hold on to your nipples because we're about to enter 30 Pause. <laughs> I want these, I want the, the earphones in my ear, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm, whoa, I'm glad that you don't have a video, whatchamacallit, by the way. Um, um, what? I'm glad that you don't have a video, uh, a video podcast yet because. Um, oh, I'm not ready for that girl. <laughs> you see her? Yeah, she's, she's welcome. Welcome to 30 Paws, adult acne. You know, I struggle on a major it's- level. I can't even blame this on the masks anymore because for a while I was, I mean, honestly, so my, I have, I have rosacea, which is new, which started and, and you know, what's the best part about rosacea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what the best part, of, no, um, <laughs> I, they prescribed me something for it and they prescribed me ivermectin, which is so controversial, which I love. But, is, <laughs> but we love the controversy. Um, love what is, what makes it controversial? I've never, I don't know if I know this. What? Okay. So first of all, you know, I like kind of dipped into Joe Rogan, which is, you know, podcast daddy. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he has literally the, the number one podcast in the world. Um, and I loved it. I actually loved it. And a lot of people stopped liking it because they, they kind of made him into like this, like COVID denier kind of guy, which is not actually the case. It was like sound bites that, you know, whatever, but he was not vaccinated and then he got COVID and then he got all this special treatment because he is rich. Um, and he took ivermectin and that is why ivermectin is, and he's like, Oh, and he's like telling like thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that don't you think that's a little, that was reckless of him though, because he's not an MD. <laughs> like, you oh, know, 100%. Like, like, so he kind of, you know, that, that whole situation with his podcast was just a whole, there were so many layers to it. There was so, yeah, it just depended. I mean, I guess who you were listening to or talking to. But I no, think- I think it's, a, I think you, like things don't have to be so binary. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't need to be good or bad or whatever. It's just like literally like Joe Rogan, what are you saying? In a room full of people would be totally fine. Or in a large room full of people would be totally fine. But it's Icarus. It's like, as you get closer and closer to the sun, like you can't be just, saying things like and people mm-hmm. it, that's just the way you have a platform so you gotta really be you know spider-man hello I'm, with great Spider-Man. power Spider-Man. becomes great responsibility that's like literally what it is and it's i don't think that's unfair to, anyways but not fair i i actually stopped listening to the podcast because i think that he has like like he has like sort of the brain of like a five-year-old, not in an offensive way, but he constantly talks about space. And I'm like, okay, dude, you keep talking about the spaceships like constantly. And I'm just like, it's a little much. <laughs> it's a little much. And that's why I stopped listening to Joe Rogan. <laughs> I think it's fine. Space. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, in Space Force and, you know, celebs going to space. Don't get me started. I mean, 
it's just she's too much girl she's too much yeah I what's also too much right now are my cramps and I'm just so grateful that I am not at work we have a nice you know 45 50 degrees right now so she's a nice Mm. weather moment but the sun is shining and I needed the day the next couple of days I'm really happy I took them off much needed pie day you took off pie day i took off pie day (laughs) you sure did 3 14 (laughs) so i'm such a math mathematician you know (laughs) oh my god actually sore subject (laughs) sore subject (laughs) wow um did you take i heart math in college by the way sorry that was something that was offered to music majors and it was like nope math for absolute idiots like four goldfish plus 10 goldfish equals how many goldfish like literally <laughs> i heart math uh no that was never even recommended did i need to take i heart math you probably should have but <laughs> maybe maybe you were below it i don't even know honey i got a 16 on my act trust me when i say i was like oh that was bad and don't care and i'm going to community college like let's be real that's my journey yeah love that journey i was coloring last night i realized it's a dolly quote for you know and i was like oh this is so perfect i would say it's like it's raining every day and wear your red do it like dolly would do and I was like, it said, um, I have little feet because nothing grows in the shade. And it actually took a while for me to be like, to really let that sink in. But I really like that one. And it has all the heels and she really just jazzed them up. So that's what I, I was coloring last night. When I got Wait, t- talk me through that because I feel like What is your shade... interpretation of it? I feel like I have little feet because nothing grows in the shade, meaning like, that is also it's an example like your ego it is your staying like humble and realizing you are literally just like this tiny speck in this giant world and like you know just humble yourself like I have little feet because nothing grows in the shade and I'm not going to create this big uh persona or ego in my mind of who I am because there are so much more things to focus on I think that's wow yeah I definitely thought it meant like she has big tits so she (laughs) uh she's like my tits are so big and like whatever I'm like okay yeah I guess it could be humility like it could be like a Mm -hmm. uh I think it's totally like total humility there humble pie day humble Humble pie day look at this it's just so full circle wow wow okay so we'll end it there cool it's <laughs> so great, great. Thanks for coming on today Brendan. <laughs> i was like i need to get you on the pod because you and i were so invested and love is blind season one and two but you know recently it was season two and, and people have really been watching it and we've been sending videos back and forth and the reunion came out and i was just like we gotta get this recorded and really because we were invested we were suckers oh, so invested 
so invested. So the reunion came out. I watched it one time. Should I probably have watched it again for this conversation? Most likely, but we'll see. Um, I wanted to just kind of get into the absolute absurdity of the show. Okay. The premise. And I would really like to be like a producer on that show. Okay. (laughs) For like three months just to see how it is. Like I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall with all that behind the scenes stuff, all of, you know, what they're showing versus what they're not showing. You know, it's so produced. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, there were people that I, I had read that there were people that got that were on the show that got several other proposals. So, oh. the, okay. So the, the finale was last week, right? Or the a couple weeks ago. The, yeah. Oh my God. Was it a couple weeks I don't ago? Know. Um, Time's an illusion. We don't do time anyways. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, this show is so great and gripping. And I think because it's like on a core level, Love is Blind season two, number one, first of all, the, the background of the first season was like beginning of quarantine. So everyone was just oh, like, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it was, we were all, that was, you know, that was two years ago. We were all just like, we had nothing else to do, you know? And then but, they were like weirdly quarantined. And mm-hmm. so we were like, oh my God. So right. it has like this special thing. I don't know. Uh, that was like relatable right away. Cause you're like, oh my God, they're trapped in a wall in a room with four walls. <laughs> trapped too yeah yeah no that's completely that's true but season two I mean starting off with the fact that we see one couple immediately get married like immediately get proposed immediately like that's the storyline and we don't get a whole lot of chance to really get to know them I think like the other ones what was her they well they were the Danielle and Nick right Danielle and Nick Sweaty Betty at the wedding. (laughs) Where were they? Because wasn't this based in Chicago? And I was like, where? What happened? It was was in the summer. It had to have been in the summer in Chicago. Like, good for him. He found a city that like keeps him not sweating. He's like, I only sweat this one month that I'm getting married. Every other month it's freezing ass cold. And so I belong here. (laughs) So I belong here in the Windy City. Yeah. I, (laughs) it's, it's, those two, I was just kind of like, I almost like forgot about them until they went to Mexico. Do you know what I mean? hundred. I think that was so strange. Um, after reunion though, I really felt like they were rushed into, um, not at the reunion, the whole season. They were rushed into the first two episodes, dropped, and then brought back to the reunion. So I understand, what was her name again? I keep forgetting her. Danielle right no Danielle and I kind of felt bad for Danielle because I just thought to myself yeah that was probably a lot of things missed and now she's she is being portrayed as this absolute fucking head case yeah I think that was something interesting about the show and maybe I'll bring that up later Mm -hmm. but so I I just want to go through a couple because I need to refresh yeah because they had the two that were actually married so there was Danielle and Nick Danielle and Nick and um, Jarrett and what was And Jarrett and Ayana. Yes. Okay. And then they had three other couples that kind of didn't really make it. And one that like just absolutely didn't make it. But they're like, keep this bitch on for the drama. 
but they so they had Shayna and uh so okay we had Danielle and Nick we had uh Ayana and Jarrett we had Shayna and um same Kyle you say Kyle yes Shayna and Kyle and then we had um my the one that I thought was the hottest I thought the fucking hottest couple no not Nat not Natalie and Shane but we did Natalie and Shane yeah and then we had uh Shake and um Deep 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 and I thought it was Deep 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 no Deep Deep it's with an I all right and then Um, and then the the hot couple who's a hot couple Maori and what's the guy's name oh um Salvatore Salvador yeah Salvatore or Salvador girl we obviously paid a very big attention to this but it was a lot of it was actually a lot of couples I'm just gonna say Mal and Sal we're gonna say Mal and Sal Mal and Sal duh okay duh yeah duh girl so I know I literally wrote these down so I can literally I can see there's a lot of lot of couples here and then Danielle and Nick of course yeah um so I really want to just see what your thoughts were on Jarrett proposing to Mallory first and then Ayana. I was like, ooh, that would be a really hard pill to, to get swallowed down. But I, I understand. Yeah, I think I understand as well. Yeah, so tell me your thoughts about that. Well, I had recently, was recently just talking to somebody because I'm like trying to get back in this like dating game. And I always feel like it's so much harder until I start doing it. And I'm like, you just got to find fucking four different dudes and just juggle them. Yeah, it's called a man funnel. Yeah, the man funnel. So you're going to funnel all these men down to one. And the, the truth about it is like, I really feel like the tough part and this is just like an ongoing theme with the show is that now that it's in season two Mm -hmm. people want to be on television and I think that that's an appropriate thing to say that's craziness not to say that it is crazy not to say that correct there's an element of staying on there's an element of glory which outweighs like any sort of actual authenticity and that is just what is going on with that show Mm -hmm. um but I feel the most like I feel like I make the deepest connections with people when I'm dating, when I'm dating several people so yeah. that I can, yeah, I, really... so like there's no pressure. Like it's, it's no. not, a, it's not authentic that I'm putting pressure on myself to keep a connection with someone. That's not authentic. That's no, not real. Exactly. And it's not dating. That's just yeah. exclusively trying to date this one person and then convince them to be committed to you. That's not, no, that's just not it's so unnatural. It's so, so unnatural. unnatural. I agree. I agree. So, so I thought Jarrett was the best. I think Jarrett to me, I was like, girl, I was he's like, a solid, he's... legit dude, I think. But I, yeah. a lot of times you could tell, you know, their differences. So, and you, even in the reunion, they both were like, this has been, you know, like it's work, like it's a lot of compromise and stuff like that. Him going out, her staying in, they, you know, they do have some serious different lifestyle adjustments. And yeah. then also, uh, let's just, like all these people all lived by themselves and then they started living with someone immediately that girl girl that's not natural that no not natural no um I had a friend send me this video it was like um who I just want someone to um grow old with and be my partner and we hang out three days a week why is that so hard to ask for (laughs) it's like yeah literally like 
if you want to go over there and then we meet on, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturdays. Yeah. Or however the schedule you know my dad always traveled my dad always traveled and I'm like dude I can't imagine not that I, I put this into the equation of my parents relationship right but my dad always traveled and I think it makes for a successful thing yeah. like Separation. a successful yeah mm-hmm. he was you gone know? like a week out of the month every month exactly and it makes you want to like miss your partner miss your boyfriend your girlfriend or whatever you know yeah. like being together all the time you know 100% like non you know immediately I've done that and that's a huge mistake in relationships and like taking slow things just like let them naturally progress this show does not allow these people to naturally progress into you know and that's what they signed up for too so that's you know I just that's just can the conundrum I think between those two were just that immediate speed of their relationship and they were both just like oh god this mm-hmm. is you know but i think oh, diana yeah. and jara are like solid and um i think, I they're, think they're solid have, yeah they're like those folks that they're gonna be like preggers real soon i'm sure i got money i gotta say something too about that no yeah. about them i something there were a couple takeaways i had from the show and one of them was people with this sort of trauma because he had gotten like stabbed yeah. Um, yes. He I was like, I experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think he had, that 1000%. Yeah. And I, th- I think that that makes him a better, so weird. I think that makes him a better partner because he's not, everybody's always grass is greener. Everybody is always grass is greener. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you have a traumatic experience, it's like, I am no longer looking into greener pastures. I just want to plant bloom where I'm planted and just be there. And um, I think that makes him very sturdy and trustworthy. Absolutely. I never really thought about that, but that's a good, yeah, I thought, you know, what I was a little bit, you know, um, scared for Ayana was the fact that I was like, are you just picking her because Mal said no? And then you're just like, well, I need to get a wife because, you know, I've had a near-death experience and, and, you know, I realized I didn't have these things in life that I want. And it's time to like, get, you know what I mean? Like almost Mm. like rushing it and, and oh, she's there sort of situation. Does that make sense? So, oh yeah. Yeah. So I was like, um, don't, you know, it kind of made me nervous for her, but at the same time, solid couple. And I think they're, they're in it to win it. Season one, solid couple that was in it to win it was a Cameron and uh what's Lauren and Lauren and I loved and they're still together dude when I saw it's different lessons everything and I but I think they're so applicable when I saw that I was like these two people are basic they don't have a lot of needs so they have the same needs and they just want to be whatever and and I'm like look at our fucking marriage pool look at all of our friends are married and no shame but I'm just like not very high demand i'm a needy person i'm a needy i'm a needed girl i need to travel i need to be going this way i need to be selfish in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and they were just like i don't really need that and they're like cool hitch it up and they're like let's do it you know <laughs> like right off the bat they're like we found yeah. somebody and and they also didn't have like the incentive that season two had where they were like we're on camera we know how this works to stay here you've got to propose very true that was an ad- 
advantage for season two, you know, participants in this experiment because they were really, really, really knowing that, hey, there is a wedding and marriage happening at the end of this. There mm-hmm. is a sure shot plan. And whether you're going to get married to this person or not, you need to say yes or not at the altar. And we need to keep rolling. Like, so yeah, that's another element and variable about that. Mm-hmm. Switching, switching over to Natalie and Shane. I mean, Gary Busey Jr., Shane. <laughs> I mean, was just like, he is making wild TV and, and he doesn't even know it. Also, he was just a ball of anxiety and let's let's also think about his real life situation his father died two months before he filmed did not know that you didn't did not know In that very close to his dad like oh close. he had said that oh wait that he said i forgot the day he said that yes okay. mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Out. yeah so i'm he... like whoa 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 it was just so much it was so much and from the jump I was like I thought that people would be like I thought that he like somebody would see him live like Natalie would see him live and be like oh he's like douche-tastic and he's just a very high strung person and that's not her vibe like that's just really not her so I was like okay opposites attract cool 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 and then you know he was emotionally high maintenance for her Mm -hmm. she was like oh i i'm not a he's like i need words of affirmation and she was like "Uh, i don't do that yeah no i thought she was really appropriate because he would hit her with like some wild shit and it's like hey that's really inappropriate to say right now he's like yeah like whatever they'd be on the beach in public and then he would say something like absolutely inappropriate and he's she's like "Ah, ha 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 and laugh it off because they're in public right and he would be like no, don't laugh that off. That's not, that's serious. And I'm like, this guy needs like a serious, just a, just a small, like a baby dose of, of Xanax. Like, like just, just a small chill pill. Just a little yeah, like a chill, chill pill. Yeah, like, just a little, little. Just a tad. Yeah, just like a little chamomile tea even. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> we want to go the natural route. We like, just calm him down. Take yeah. the edge off. Yeah, he always had an edge. I really wanted to hand him my vape pen. Honestly, I was like, here, you need this. Just- just uh, inhale three times and then go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's legal in Mexico. Well, you're down there anyway. It's, it's legal in Mexico, buddy. Here you go. <laughs> so um, I, I, I just, I, but I also felt like he was so full of regret at the reunion. And mm. you could just tell he just did not want to be there anymore and do it they tried on their relationship and tried to date after the wedding and after they start stopped filming as well and natalie basically she said in another interview like regarding the reunion and so forth that she's like you know we tried and she's just so on a whole nother level and so Mm -hmm. Natalie was the catch of the season. Honestly, was my opinion. Total fucking catch. So I was like, oh, Natalie, girl, like, you're good. Keep yeah. it going, babe. Keep it going. Keep, keep it going. It pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it going. Um, and you know, her mom was like, woo! <laughs> Just full of relief. Just, A little bit. I I'm, think, sh- I'm sure. Yeah. But her dad, what he said 
I, dude, yeah, total heart strings tug moment. I was like, mm-hmm. she's a cool chick. She's supported by great parents, like a total catch. We give Natalie the catch of the season. She's the catch. Of, she's the girl. She's the catch of the season. She really yeah. was. She was extremely communicative. All the things yeah. that Shane was brushing off with the comedy of her making light of situations. Right. That was actually such a strength. And I was like, someone's going to view that as like such a strength. Mm-hmm. She's like not a pot boil over person. She's like, okay, I'm going to treat this with calmness. I'm like, you're a vi- What's her sign? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. We have got to Google. I really think... I don't know. I could see her being um, an earth sign for sure. Really? Yeah. Or I could see Natalie possibly being a water. Earth or water is my guess. I'm vibing. I actually think that. um, Oh, okay. What? She's an Aquarius. Air. Okay. Air. Yeah. Yeah, okay. well, she- blessings. <laughs> blessings. Well, then you what know, do you think Shane is? What do you think Shane is? I think Shane is an Aries. I think Shane is like a fucking Aries. <laughs> or he's sure. like a gem. He's like a Gemini. Like just like a crazy Fire. fucking. He could be a Leo because. Girl, because hey. Because hey. <laughs> because yeah, I'm feeling. Wait, because Shane, that would match. Me- that would that would definitely make sense if he was a Leo. Yeah. Please Wait, I'm Googling this. Please it says Shane Love is Blind drugs. That's the first thing <laughs> that comes up. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, 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 no. We can't be doing that to Shaney boy. Um, okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. This is wild. This is why this isn't right. Hmm. He's a Taurus. Whoa. Whoa, girl. Oh, he's we're the just guy? um yeah. Math ain't mathin for me on that one. The math ain't mathin. The math ain't mathin, but the truth is there was like a strong like he wasn't a party boy. So like you know, what I mean he's not like, oh, and then we go to the club and then we go because you know tourists, they're like, we want to be inside all the time. They are. And so I think that 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 matches up, but I'm just making that make sense because truly he should be a fucking burn down the house fire sign. <laughs> he has to be fire like moon or right. I don't know, girl. There's fire. There's fire in his chart. We're moving. It's fire. Red flags. <laughs> fire. All of it. <laughs> all of it. All of it. All of it. Um, I could talk about Natalie and Shane forever, but mostly yeah. Natalie's the catch of the season, and Shane is f- a fucking. He's he's he needs just oh. like a, a calmer. He is just a cannonball, honey. He was just, he came in like a wrecking ball, Miley style, you know? Tongue out, Gary Busey, eyes. The rocking. (laughs) The rocking. It was- I don't even- It was very triggering. It was very triggering for me. I I was was just about to say. (laughs) I had an ex-boyfriend that would do that shit and it would just, oh my gosh. Yes, you saw the absolute- you know, chill in my spine when he was like doing that. When we were texting, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Trigger. I, was like, 
I had so I was I was like I don't even know if I want to bring this up because it's so clearly this and I don't want her to stop enjoying the show that this reminds me of her of her ex and that is why I thought he was a Leo because I was like listen I've, I've yeah, seen this before exactly I've seen this before those Leos man they're fucking wild they yeah can be, they can be we all can be it doesn't matter what your sign is we all can be fucking nutsies the gutsies and you know you are gonna be a little bit of nutsies the gutsies to sign up for a show like this uh-huh I you know there's you know so everybody's you know everybody's a little bit nuts yeah but, um, you know I just I felt bad for Natalie at the reunion because she was really upset I think Aquarius's do catch a bad break about being very aloof and not in tune to their feelings and it does just take them a little bit more and I just think you know, Natalie is that type of person who takes her a little bit more. And he was like, I need passion. I need this from you. He was very demanding in that way. And she couldn't deliver. And they were just not compatible. And I'm so glad they're not together. No, I hope that Natalie is meets a fucking bossy she's boss. Like, she's, yeah, she's a catch of she's a catch of the season for sure. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite, just for TV sake, deep tea and shake. Okay. <laughs> oh let's do it. Let's, Let's get it. into it. Because so, this is really it. This is really yeah, what we, we call to talk about. That guy was a reality TV producer's dream. An absolute yes. dream castmate, you know, yeah. for for that show. The reunion was just so because he doesn't know how to shut up, but at the same time, it was like, guys, quit explaining to him that this is going to, but this is real. And yes, maybe it's real for your experience, but it's not real for his experience. Mm. So don't try to like, you know, it was just so much of that. And I was like, this guy is, this guy said, I'm going to be on TV. Yes. Yes, he did. The, the one thing about it though, I don't even know if we're ready to get into this, but the one, the one thing about shake is to start the thing that's so great about him is that he is the villain they, they set up the, him up as like the villain of the, of the season mm-hmm. because right off the bat he was breaking the rules and he was saying you know hey like do you like to exercise um would yeah. you consider yourself um you know whatever all these things His around person like fit he's trying to see what these women yeah physically look like and just and just actually full-on ask them their hair color full-on ask them like he's literally trying to see the the yeah he's trying to paint a picture in their mind in his mind yeah for sure yeah um and but I think I actually like saw some so I started to like him because I saw this like growth in him right and I I also you know I think we've all been in that situation where we've been like holy shit this person is great but I just don't have it with them I don't have it so I'm like I also had some compassion Mm -hmm. he didn't have a a good showing at the he didn't have a good showing at the at the reunion because he could have come through and been like I was shallow to start I was like whatever right and also there there was something else that went on because now in all these reality shows everybody has a Twitter so it's like but all the shit you were saying on Twitter I think that's what got him into trouble because and nobody was there for him on that right. on that show. They no. were like, no, 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 no. They're like, you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy. I was like, I didn't think he was got that bad of an edit during the show. He could have come in and been like, 
I dropped the ball. I wish I, I wish I wasn't so swept up in this crazy three week period or whatever. Um, but he didn't do that. He didn't do that because he doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> he really, really, I mean, he just like, he, he made himself the villain. So then they just enhanced that even more, you know, and, and he did so. And, you know, people, you know, everyone there on that stage was like, we were here to get married, like to take this seriously, to, you know, be here for the experiment and his complete and utter um, distance from that and being that their experience and turning it around and always making it about him was just absolutely nauseating. And it was just like so far off, so unaware, like the complete opposite spectrum of self-aware. <laughs> like he has no yeah. idea. Like that's why he, that what, but that's also what makes him a reality TV goldmine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's perfect. Great. Now we have a villain. Now we right. have a guy who, you know, even the guys can't even fucking stand. Right. Right, right. So, well, they had all met up and said something, though. I mean, I'm sure. My, my wish was that Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey, I don't get it. I don't get them as hosts. <laughs> I don't get it. I wish we had a messy bitch to come in there and be like, you know what, you have a good point because he wasn't all, he was just very polar on his points. Some of them were very good. He's like, you mean to tell me that none of you were like staying proposed for this television show when it, that's the prompt of the show? And everyone's like, no, we were here to find love. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah. I just can't believe that. I mean, I'm in like media. So like I, my brain set is, is of that mindset where mm -hmm. I'm like, literally like, I can't imagine that not to be so. I not can't imagine this that. for your own personal gain. And yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Or a little bit of both. A little or bit a little of a little, little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Professional and how people see you and your persona, I guess, whatever. Yeah. I think any, like I said, like I think anybody in, you know, but these are like, nor they want normal people. They wouldn't cast yeah. people like you and I. They wouldn't cast us because we're we're like looking at from all the other sides. We've been in entertainment and like, you know, that industry. So like we kind of like know and see and get it. And we're like, eh. <laughs> you know, yeah. why? Mm -hmm. but that's why it's so good because they are taking regular people, you know, Joe's and have like, you know, they have great jobs and they've got, you know, a great city, Chicago. We've got lots of attractive people there, young, you know, like it makes sense. It totally yeah. it lines up. But I do wish that that it was someone like Andy Cohen hosting or something and being like, Oh, no I need I <laughs> bitch, yeah. give me a gay, give me a homo right there. Give me well, I'm gonna honestly, like next season they really need to put in some um, homo and or gay lesbian couples too. Like this can all be like with the straights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make it interesting. Make it more Make interesting and broaden your audience and maybe get a little like, yeah, the Lachey's are, are very boring. <laughs> They're boring and also but, they know, don't- I have to give Nick some credit to when he, he did respond to Shake in at the reunion because I was like what he said like he listened 
like he said you could tell he was a really great listener and then he said what he said was pretty powerful and like that really kind of shut him up you know what I mean yeah. so he commands that as a host you know and yeah. and you do kind of have to be unbiased in that kind of sort of situation where Andy sometimes doesn't get biased or he at times he can cater questions to make one shine brighter and one not. Yes. I, I, I think so. I mean, I just think like blow it up and make it messy. I, I yeah. think that there's like, I'm like, there's no reason why they couldn't have been like heard shake. Your opinion is great. I thought shake won the reunion because he was like, guys, who are we kidding here? It's like, this person was proposed to a day before and this person was, and, and you guys are acting great thinking that I'm acting crazy by saying that when I see someone, I'm not like completely fl- sparks flying. I'm like, yeah. You're true. It's true. true. And I have told many like guys that I've went on one or two dates and I was just like, sorry, it's just not for me. Like you're like, it's, there's no spark. There's no chemistry. And that's like, I'm not trying to date a dude that I'm not attracted to. Who wants to do it for what? Like nobody wants to do when well, nobody wants to date anybody that they're not physically attracted to. Like if I'm starting to date a guy and I really like him, like I want to jump his bones. That's right. the feeling. You know, the line is ready. (laughs) It's science. Like, you can't just do that. So I get that. I totally get Mm. that. He was just, he, but he knew he, she was a, you know, Indian and that he's never dated an Indian before. And that wasn't really in, he, you know, the comment about, she kind of just feels like my aunt or, you know, you just be up front and be like, I love our friendship. And we haven't, we have shared in, an emotional intimacy that I appreciate and I will want to keep with you forever, hopefully, but Mm -hmm. I want a romantic relationship where I'm also chemistry wise and physically and intimately attracted to you on a physical level. Like, and I'm just not, and it's hard having those conversations, but I, and I've got a very, you know, if I go on a date, especially here, the few dates that I have gone on, it's like, yeah, you seem like a cool guy, but it's never going to be like that for me. And I just tell yeah. them instead of ghosting, you know, I do just like kind of tell them because I could totally just blow them off. Like I don't owe people anybody anything, but at the same time, it's a good practice for me. And that's what I do. And that's what I choose to do because I want to live my life very forthright. And I want people to be forthright with me, whether it's uncomfortable or not, you know, that's yeah. all. I think he kind of did that though. I don't know. I'm kind of. Did he? Did he say, Deep D, I'm not physically and sexually attracted to you? I think he did. I think he he did. Because she she said, she's like, I'm choosing myself. And I'm like, listen, Deep D was this like angel by the end of this thing. I love her. And her Kyle are now together. Well, good for them. So any hootie, hey, but I don't know if he fit. I don't know if he ever told her he was not. I'm kind of team shake. I'm sorry. I'm kind of just like, (laughs) and not even to be contrary not even to be crazy. I'm like, I just like am more, I am more like outside the snow globe where I'm like, I, I just feel like I understand. Like, I feel like I like to be outside and be like, guys, like this situation was very strange and Mm -hmm. we all picked people. And I think that I was just like, I think you guys are missing a big elephant in the room. Yeah, some people can interpret this as a reality show. And especially Nick and Vanessa Lachey should have been like, 
like it's I think that they were just like you know looking I mean? out for their paychecks. Yeah, yeah. And they were just oh, like, yeah. no, this is really about love. And I'm like, girl, please, please, <laughs> please. Especially you two. Maybe everybody else. I'm like, right. yeah, like it could have been about love. But I was like, especially you two. You guys have been in Hollywood for a long ass time. Exactly. This is about Netflix making some fucking dough. They don't okay. want to find love for nobody. <laughs> right. Like, let's. Sorry. Just, I was, this is a yeah. business. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's also remember that i 1000 percent agree and understand where you're coming from i just can't for me ever be team shake yeah that's that that's really just that's that uh-huh mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shana and kyle i mean shana also had to be the villain they had to make her they had no business bringing her back once her and kyle decided to part their ways no, but, but they did because it's show bears, you know. So messy, Bessie. They, they tried it. They did try it, and they were doing a pretty good job. I love all of her smizing and her pouty lips during the reunion. I am obsessed. I'm obsessed. Do I'm, am I doing pretty good? I wish people could see me. I really got to start recording my podcast on a, just the camera basis. That means I'd have to yeah. get some, ooh baby steps, but. It was it's coming. a pout of all pouts. She's a cat. She's a she's, cat. Yeah, they didn't do a great job making her into a villain because she's like, yeah, I had a fuck up and now yeah. I'm owning it. Yeah, but, yeah. No. Um, what do you think about her and Shane probably hooking up? Because she really jumped to that. No, no, no. We didn't, you know, we met after or whatever, but it wasn't anything like that. Like, you know, she like immediately, because he got like paralyzed about asking about, you know, have you seen Shayna after the show? Like, have you guys tried to like hang out or hook up or da da? And he was like, and he like looks at her and she immediately jumps like, yeah, I mean, we've seen each other and we were, you know, friendly and nothing like that, nothing like that. And I'm like, girl, that's sus. Sassy sus. Again, with this sort of like, I'm like, yeah, that would really suck. I'm like, I'm like, we're all human. I bet I'm sure they jumped in the sack. Absolutely, they did, girl. We are all adults here. People be We're all adults. But (laughs) TV, the TV crowd doesn't have the sympathy for that. And it's a shame, actually, because they would have fucking labeled her a slut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they would have. For sure. So she looked out for herself and good she for her. Because I, I didn't end up hating her at all. But they no, made her into a villain. But they did. But she also, you know, she crossed crossed some lines, you know, too. Yeah. And I'm Just sure pu- that was convincing. She was convinced to do that. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. She, I'm sure she was financially incentivized to come back to the show, even mm-hmm. though she was not a character. Right. And I... One thing about Shayna that I really hated, but I think it was, again, prompted by this incubator of this show, was that he she wore Kyle's, like, mom's, like, ring. And I'm like, damn, that's really, like, a sentimental thing that's, that's like, televised. But, Kyle, why are you bringing your mother's ring on a reality TV show when you could very well maybe just do that as, like, an anniversary gift or maybe a wedding gift or something like that, take another room and take the sentimental out of it and like guard you. Why would you do that on reality TV show? I was like, whoa, that was a choice. And you consented to that, sir. Yeah. Well, here, here's the tea on that is that yeah. 
number one, that might've gotten him cast on the show. You don't know what they ask. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they really tug the heartstrings and these people's vulnerabilities. Kyle being one of them, Shane being one of them, Jarrett being one of them, all with serious life altering um, trauma. They bring that up and they mm-hmm. use that. They use that as weaponry for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I just think, I feel like they maybe were like, do you think the show pays for the, the, cast. the engagement rings? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I 1000% believe that. I think they do too. Cause I'm looking at some of these and I'm like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, yeah. Like shows like the bachelor and all that shit. They probably pay for all of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I don't watch that horror, horror gorge, but we're watching love is blind, <laughs> which is also horror gorge. <laughs> horror gorge. <laughs> Poor gorge. You know, watch that horror gorge. Oh my! God. Oh my! <laughs> but God. I mean, we're trash. We're gonna watch trash TV, and that's just that. Like, and that's just are. that. And that's just who we are. Like it, love it, leave it, whatever. The the thing about it, and this was another one. I, so I had a couple of main takeaways, and some that I have already spoken about. But the one of them that I that I took away from this show, it being trash, and why, but why it's so attractive, mm-hmm. um, is that. You see these people like shake as a vet and you see people that are like work in high, high places. Natalie is like this very like solemn, whatever person. But when you see people uh, that are like our age and whatever, and and we're like mature 30 plus year olds, like whatever. uh, And some of them were like late twenties, but um, you, it's funny, no matter what it is, the human condition, like when we start dating people, we go to this very, silly place in this almost childlike place when like you're kind of start to feel like love and it was it's interesting to see you know I'm like oh my god I for like when you're dating people you're not rational you're like literally it's butterflies it's um it's Mm -hmm. endorphins it's oxytocin it's like all of this that comes up and it's you know totally proven we all get super excited and giddy and you know, yeah. don't think with the most logic at times, you know? It's weird behavior. You act weird. And, and that weird behavior is ultimately attractive. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's like when you're like, oh yeah, this guy's crazy. And he like shows up to my house and you, and like somebody says that to you and you're dating this person. You're like, red flag, red flag. It's like, I don't know. It's not red flag. I don't know what to tell you. It's just- I don't know, not red flag. I actually loved it. And then we came in and we hung out. And I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking weird. It makes you really think, because how many times has someone said that to you or you said that to someone like, yeah, like he'll call me like 60 times in a row. And it's like, dude, call the police. <laughs> but That's a you're story. like, no. Someone yeah, called the police. When, <laughs> you know, yeah. Or, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day and we were saying, I was like, there's no like, you know, 40 text messages and needing explanations as to why we're not together or this or that. I was like, that, I, that did that in my twenties. Like I was trying to make people to apologize to me. I was trying for them to either see my perspective. I wasn't meeting people where they were at. I was expecting mm-hmm. them to, you know, be like me, you mm. know, deal with conflict like me, you know, do, you know, all of that. So it is, it's funny because now I'm like, oh, honey, I don't even waste my energy because if we don't vibe and if you don't, if you're not putting the effort, whatever, okay, yeah, bye. 
<laughs> you know, like it takes a lot to ruffle my feathers. It takes a lot for me to like really be passionate and, and that's because it just needs to be a fucking smooth ride. 30 pause. We need to, at least something needs to make sense if we're also yeah. trying to understand our own selves at the same time. I want somebody who's like going to be understanding and and also know like patience, like not rush into it. Do your own thing. Like you have to make it make sense. Yeah. Rushed situations or these predicaments like love is blind because they take the human condition of us just wanting to love and be loved. Mm -hmm. And then they heighten those stakes because they're not seeing them face to face. There will be a proposal. There will be marriages at the end. Like it's just that insane pressure. Right. I don't want to be under pressure. And I just man funnel for a while and see who's going to really, you know, tickle the skittle the best. And we're just going to go from the skittle, bitch. You did not say tickle the skittle. I fucking hate you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. And we, you know, I know you're the same way. You're like, who's tickling the pickle the best? You know, like. tickling the pickle? (laughs) No, bitch. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. That's what, I mean, exactly what you just said. This is why these shows are so, they're they're so attractive because you see these, it's it's a crazy circumstance, but like love and falling in love is this crazy circumstance where everyone acts crazy in the IRL. IRL. No cameras involved. Mm-hmm. People act crazy, and you let you these do. things happen because it's very childlike. It's very, um, you know, intuitive, or it's like a human reset. It, like you know, all it puts all technology and all this like learned social whatever away, and you have this instinctual animalistic way of acting, which is sometimes childlike, which is crazy, which is impulsive, mm-hmm. which is like, you know. So it's such a good show to watch and watch fucking thirty year olds fall apart on camera <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i've done it i see i've seen i've done I've, it yeah we have all been I, we've all fallen driving and had to yeah. rewind and and, and press you know so yeah. especially you know over love because that's i mean that's just the common it's it's the plot line that will no, always be over and over and over yeah being played out over and over in many, multiple different ways and i was just like I knew we could really digest the show in a way that a lot of people can probably relate to and or mm-hmm. see in a lot of ways. And I just thought that's Brendan, Brendan will know. Real quick though, just to circle back, we didn't talk about Mallory and Sal, Mal and Sal so much, but I yeah. think Mallory to me was just a ball full of uncomfortableness with Sal. Mm. And I think that she was feeling guilty about her uncomfortableness, like the natural, like it wasn't natural for her as much as she wanted it to be, I think. And she really had so much internal struggle. Well, you know, Mallory is drop dead. Gorgeous. Drop dead. She was gorgeous. gorgeous. She was 
goals. She was very, she actually had, she had a similar vibe to you. She was like very, she's very like, I don't know, beachy blonde, like sparkly blue eyes vibe. <laughs> wow. Um, and I loved Sal. The singing could have been a no for me. The ukulele, buddy, put it away. I mean, one time I could see it. Yeah. Twice, but thrice? Honey, it was like every, it was a lot. It was a lot. I was like, okay, get it. We get it. We went to music school, Ben. Yeah. Okay. The crazy thing about it, I think the crazy thing about it was that she was actually digging it. She was actually like not, not into it. She was crying when it happened every time. Yeah. I was like, she really wasn't, I was good for her. I hope I find someone like that because I just be singing, not necessarily at them, but You're Mariah, honest. you're Mariah, you're like living with Mariah Carey. It's just like I'm yeah. out here. He's yeah. out here always giving us a run or two, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't I literally can't help. I'm constantly singing. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I can't help it. So yeah, it was just they just didn't have, I don't think Mal really felt 100 percent convinced. And and you know, you always have to, you know, listen to your intuition and I think she was she would just kept ignoring it and kept ignoring it and that's why they didn't get married neither of them were ready even though Mal was gorgeous and he was my pick he was my pick for the hot people so like yeah I'm like emotionally Jarrett uh and and like just like looks wise Sal because I'm a narcissist and Sal looked the most like me and (laughs) uh I mean, we can be the Mal and Sal, you know? We're like, literally, wait, we're literally Mal and Sal. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I just, neither of them were ready for they that. They weren't ready. They just weren't ready. So. Sal we, had roommates. Um, <laughs> says the guy with roommates. Uh, yeah I got roommates but I live in fucking New York City and he lives in and he lives in fucking Chicago yeah but Chicago versus New York City blow me I uh, you have a lot more options to kind of live outside of Chicago too who knows I mean crazy crazy he had roommates though and it was I was like I think another thing why Mal wasn't intuitively because she didn't really maybe feel like he was a secure stable guy or he matched that with her I don't think he and I thought that was another thing that maybe she wanted and was maybe insecure about that's an assumption Mm -hmm. that is a Mm -hmm. full-blown assumption on my end but I'm just thinking how women think yeah I'm glad that she picked Sal um over Jarrett because it was very decisive and mm-hmm. she was like I'm not doing Jarrett and I'm trying something I think new exactly she was just like I've dated so many Jarrett's she's probably like that's the guy I always go to like or you know date he's like the same kind of you know yeah she definitely and- just didn't want to be played and she yeah. really thought that he was gonna be like that type of guy and she yeah go for her I, I completely agree with that. And it also brings in this other factor, which is it's this crazy question is like, is love blind? Because I think that this is like, and I, I don't want to get too like a, a deep into this, but there was, you can tell people's, they explicitly say culturally 
And Sal and her had this like Hispanic connection Mm -hmm. and Deep D and Shake had this Indian connection and it really intrigued them. Um, Jarrett and Ayana, maybe were both, but were they both Southern or from, because one of them was from literally Atlanta, even though it was Chicago. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, it's just this sort of thing. And you could tell Jarrett was black. He has, he has just a very like, rich like to me if I yeah I think it's obvious I know it's a weird thing to say but I'm I think it's obvious I think it's like no beating around yeah yeah absolutely and I'm like you know what you can tell that through a wall uh it's part of the attraction stage and so there's really no way to be completely blind to those sort of things right um and you can't conversations understand and know especially when you start talking about your family where you come from you know, mm-hmm. like all of that, you're like, oh, okay, okay, that makes sense, you know, just, yeah. just by, you know, because we are surrounded by so many diverse group of people and friends, I'm like, oh, I know exactly, okay, that makes sense, and you kind of place people yes. in that, in that way, so also, mm-hmm. let's, is love really blind, even when we are not in this weird experiment reality TV situation, and we're in actual IRL and we are dating someone and we do start to um you know forgive some maybe red flags or just kind of ignore them and you know it's blind in that sense too you know because mm-hmm. we are naturally um having the the oxytocin and the butterflies and all the feels and the fun of it and the you know adventure and you know all of that it's like yeah but then once you really start to that part of love is blind too you know it's not like okay well that was fun that's for me why I haven't had a relationship go past six months in forever because I'm just Mm -hmm. like oh no this is gonna be a no for me like I just know (laughs) yeah no it's gotta like I give it a go but after a while I'm like no mm -mm, not working and I don't want to waste my time yeah and And you know what's What's crazy about that too? Like I could see why people go on these reality shows because you and I are both people that are very like attractive and and we have like things going on. We have, you know, personalities to some extent, or at least I really like your personality. And I think that you really like my personality. So I'm like, why can't, but I'm just like, where the fuck are these people meeting? Maybe I do need to go on a fucking crazy reality show like this because. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) It's like, bro, see, (laughs) let's just like cut the shit and get there. <laughs> Let's get there because these apps are not doing it. Are you? <laughs> no. Are you are you on any apps? Oh yeah, I'm on Hinge. I'm on I was on Hinge. Yeah, and um I love how you also made it a point to say just like there are some names on Hinge that you just could be a great guy but you just like can't do. I definitely can't do like any of my ex's names. Like the uh, ones okay. that really like left some serious, you know, um marks in that sense of just like mm-hmm. oh, nope can't do that been there done that bought the t-shirt we can't do that um you also i know you can't do garrett's and what do you got against garrett <laughs> you know it's fucked up i actually <laughs> i actually matched with a garrett and then you said i did <laughs> garrett so eat your words eat my words but i can't do a kevin i can't do kevin because that's my brother's yeah. name and that's yeah i did it. russ and my brother's name is russ so Oof. you knew you should have known better I should have known 
I literally, no, I can't do Kevin and I, I try not to do Brendan, but as it stands, the three gayest names in the world are Brendan um, and then my two exes names, Ryan and Tyler. I swear to God. <laughs> every, I'm like just swiping Brendan, Ryan, Tyler, Brendan, Ryan, Tyler, Brendan, Ryan, Tyler. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, Would no. Would you for a Brandon? No, because it's a, a bastardized version of the real name, which is Brendan. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period, okay? I don't want any riffraff in my hinge profile. Okay, just <laughs> straight riffraff. No, yeah. I, I really would do, I would do, I would do whatever, except for Kevin. I, I wouldn't do it. I just can't, I can't do it. Well, I've recently changed, I will bebop around locations, New York, Chicago, because let's be real, just who I want to date or the, the person I want to aspire to date or something is really going to be found in those metropolis cities. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be here. And I do know that, you know, the, the odds are more in my favor. But, you know, sometimes, obviously, I completely understand that would be like a deal breaker for some guys and be like, no, I want to check local, blah, blah. But it's so interesting to just, you know, have the conversations and just be easy breezy about it and see if that naturally flows and then take it from there, man. Like, and it sucks because, you know, I think you and I both, we go like on these spouts of like, I'm off it for six months, a year, blah, blah, blah. And then you get back on. And then, you know what I mean? Like, you know, go do that all the time. We're like, Oh no, you know, but at the same time, like that's just modern dating and that's what it is. Like, so it's, there's no more like taboo-ness of it. It was, it's not anything out of the norm that's just how we date now listen i would love to meet a man in a grocery store would love to but But who's the fucking psychopaths going up to people at grocery stores what's wrong with you i don't want to be with you (laughs) if you're going approaching me at a grocery store there's something wrong with you (laughs) leave me alone it would be weird it would be a little weird kind of but also I kind of you know I do want that to happen like man I wish I could have it just like normally but that yeah. is, that doesn't happen for me so no I like we both reach for the last almond milk and you're like oh no like oh you take it no 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 it's like yeah. okay well how about we split it I'll I'll give you my number and after I I make my I just want it for my coffee tonight and today and tomorrow and then I'll give yeah. it to you tomorrow like oh my god that's amazing haha <laughs> what's your name and they're like Russ and then you're like can't do it sorry <laughs> exactly exactly something like that you're sure. like god damn it this yes, is gonna this ain't gonna I'm, work there was a situation uh because I'm yeah. like I am like how do you meet people yeah but my my sister's visiting me in New York City and this random there's crazies on the subway just every once in a while oh, and, you just them yeah. and they they go in. yeah this random crazy is like talking to my sister's friend and it's like hey like you're hot whatever they were saying so they're ignoring it and then someone on the train is like hey they're not interested right and then it turns in it like it like what? turns into a situation the whole train's involved and they're like get oh. away from her or whatever got it I'm then this it. random dude brings this guy off the train and starts beating his ass and my sister didn't get off the train i was like christy that was your husband what's good like go get him go get him thank you oh my god thank you so much like can i buy you like a coffee something like can i thank you in any way like here's my number like wow and i mean and she just she fucked up 
She fucked up. I'm like, it was the silver platter. Handled. Christy. I don't know. Yeah. I beat his ass for you. Like, hello? <laughs> this is, I mean, it, so it all got there. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so New York. I love it. Mm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I just really think that either you and I need to be contributors to Love is Blind and you and I could just be like Nick and um, uh, Vanessa's like. We'll just puppets. wear them. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just wear them as puppets. We can be just like they're, they're you know, um, we are everything they're lacking, you know, and we could do that. We could just be like those hosts or, you know, commentators of the show. I guess so. But then they're going to be like, what do you guys know about marriage? And we're like, shh. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. But it's okay. Because we're actors. We'll just fake it. We're married. Actually, Tracy, my mother's dream. I mean, at this point, she's just like, okay, well, just marry Brendan and have a baby, okay? She's got a point. Listen, she's got a point. I mean, what the fuck are these other people doing anyways? You know what I mean? <laughs> They're just picking people and having babies. It's like, I mean, Baby. at least we would really meet each other's needs. We'd have separate bedrooms. We'd have oh, excellent yeah. decor. Absolutely. The best towels. The best towels. Luxury. Lux. Lux, Lux sheets, you know? Yeah. Thousand, Absolutely. Thousand plus thread counts, all the things, you know? Nice. A- apparently, the same taste in Netflix shows. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> it's starting to really make sense. I know you would never start another episode without me. Like, yeah. You, you would wait. You do. You have. You wait with Zach with Housewives, you know, because you guys watch I used it better. To. I, oh. I used to. Potomac, I do. In New York, I do. But okay. I couldn't I couldn't wait for another one because we haven't even watched New York yet. Oh my so god. So I finished Salt Lake last night by myself. I have not even finished Salt Lake. Like I maybe got the first two episodes of the season and I haven't. And I know I've just been seeing all of the reunion stuff and I was just like, oh girl, I need to catch up. But it's the best one. It's, it's the, the best, best one. It's, it's the best so fucking wild. one. <laughs> yeah. It's a really great they did a they did great with Salt Lake. They are winning with that that show for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolute well i really appreciate you coming on to the pod i feel like you're not only the creator of the my do it like dolly um jingle but how to just circle back to this yes i love that the whole humility factor i think not having um not having that that big ego and that humility is super important. So I was just like, oh my God, this is so, what a, an amazing, what amazing quote. How pay, I love that. Pay, pay, pay. But I also, um, I want to tell anyone that follows you or whatever that I'm Brooklyn Brendan on Instagram. Brooklyn Brendan on Instagram. And yeah, not Brandon. That's not right. B-R-E-N-D-A-N. Brooklyn Brendan. That's it. It's easy. And pe- they can find me there not that I'm doing anything crazy I want I want them to find you there and then I want them to look at your blue hair picture and then I want them to just flood your comments with blue hearts so they can inspire you because I sent you that picture again I'm just saying the blue hair was a hit baby yeah it was a total and it was it was uh what you call that 
uh, it's a mania that I hope to revisit one day. I really am wanting to go back like full blown pink again too. I've just been feeling that way. So maybe that's why I'm convincing you to go blue so that I can then just be like, yeah, I'm going to go pink now. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> just the 30 year olds with the blue and pink hair. <laughs> Got nothing going on. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely nothing going on. Oh, you're the best. Thank you so much. I'm going to um, talk to you soon. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. It is always a good time having your bestie on your podcast with you. And with y'all's feedback, you absolutely loved our episodes in season one. So I just had to bring him back for season two. We were jibber-jabbering on the phone about Love is Blind, and I was like, you know what? Let's make this an episode. Dating in your 30s, modern dating, this ridiculously crazy, um, you know, reality TV show. And so I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Just to give you a little fact check, throwing it out there, Brendan was the one that looked up Natalie's birthday online, and he had put in another Natalie's name or someone who's like a model I was then corrected him (laughs) when editing and her birthday is was actually this past weekend ergo she is a Pisces which circles back to me saying either she's an earth or a water sign so I just wanted to make that correction especially if you guys are fans of the show maybe you start following the cast members um online on ig whatever twitter so just had to give you that fat checker i just didn't feel right if i you know completed the episode and then i misled y'all you know because it's just such an important fact (laughs) um at any rate i had such a blast um on this episode more to come more guests more topics more 30 pause relatable subjects i love y'all Till next time. Bye. Thirty pause.